we uh, know a good deal uh, about some of the um, neurotransmitters that are involved, the chemicals in the brain that uh, play a role. Uh, we also know something about the physiology uh, so that um, having a, a very uh, low pulse rate, a, a low response to stress is associated with increased risk. Um, some debate as to what the mechanisms are, uh, but it's a well-substantiated finding. Um, and there are, of course, the range of things that go with impulsivity and risk-taking, which are associated, and those also have biochemical correlates. Uh, I mean, one needs to talk about as correlates in that um, there was the sort of old-fashioned notion that, as it were, there was the biology, and the biology caused, as it were, the behavior. But it is much more complicated than that. It's a two-way interplay, and it makes more sense to think about these as two facets of the same thing. What we have is a common variant. So we're not talking about a gene that is pathological in itself. These are common genes. And the other findings from the Dunedin study are of a similar kind. Uh, so they've looked at it in relation to antisocial behavior, in relation to depression, in relation to schizophrenia. And the three key genes um, are found, w one or other of those three gene variants are found in something like 80% of the population. So we all carry these normal variants. And they don't lead to disease in the way that you get with cystic fibrosis or hemophilia, the bleeding disease, uh, which are directly genetic diseases. These are uh, genes of a normal kind where one variant is having an effect uh, on um, neurochemical pathways that indirectly carry risk. So one needs to think about it not as the gene for antisocial behavior, it is not the gene for antisocial behavior, but rather a gene that has neurochemical effects or, or influences neurochemical functions in ways that carry risk. But probabilistic risk, not deterministic. Mm -hmm.